previously on My Best Friend's Journal. I like salutations as a greeting. Me too. I'll say that to you next time. Maybe. No promises. I have a hard time with everyone's birthday, even my family. Like, I have to really think it's about it. fine. Quick. September 8th. Fast. No! 9th. <sighs> no! Oh, it's a 10th. <laughs> 12th. No! <laughs> uh, fifth time's the charm. Edging just means painting the edges of the room before you roll on paint. However, there's a sexual meaning for edging <laughs> as well. Buster's boyfriend arrives. Sucks. He, like, toured with us. Oh, and to add insult to injury, you had to share a room with Blanche. And oh. that sucked. That's what you wrote. <laughs> Learned eight medleys and met Can we call him Yeah. Okay, so we have a boyfriend. Tells very dramatic. Then we have a does not go well. So maybe not. <laughs> okay, I'm going to call him Buster. <laughs> Five years ago, he got a book to hold my private thoughts. And now we're gonna take a peek Grab a drink or smoke some pot Your private thoughts read aloud How does that make you feel? I don't remember what I wrote This shit might get too real Nothing here is sacred I'm haunted by my past it's called my best friend's journal. Let's start this damn podcast. Let's sing this theme a little longer first. It's someone's favorite podcast. Yes, and the world's greatest podcast. Oprah's favorite podcast. Salutations. Hey, bitch. Oh, you didn't even notice. Last week, uh, we no, got a I noticed. Why are you so mad I, at me? We just started. I don't know. <laughs> well, uh, that's going to make this part I, really awkward. <laughs> I wanted to take a moment because it's September 10th um, and this episode's going to uh, come out September 17th. So I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm uh, going to go, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday take your time, take your time. to you. <laughs> Happy birthday, dear cum dump. Happy birthday to you and many more. Ladies and gentlemen, Christina Aguilera, thank you so much. But I want you to know I'm taking it back. Why? Because you were so mean to me at the start of this. You call me things like, I don't know, like twat nibble or whatever, almost every single week. All I said was, hey, bitch. Yeah, no, uh, yes. <laughs> no, yes, maybe. Um, <laughs> that is what Check you said. the tape. But that's not a, it was not about the verbiage. It was about the face and the attitude, which the listeners are not privy to. He was giving me attitude. Anywho. No, 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 no. You, you don't know me very well at all if you think that was attitude. Um, I was <laughs> yeah, I've yet just... To, I've yet to meet you. I don't know much about you. <laughs> I was just reacting to salutations, which you said you would do, and then you did it. And uh, I don't know why. I just, uh, I think maybe I wanted to call you out for not doing it, but then you did it, and I was disappointed. So then oh, you really? Got, hey, bitch. Did you remember? Yeah, I just listened to the episode yesterday. Hold on, I gotta grab something. Um, okay. uh, um, 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 no, 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 sir. Sir, sir, sir. Ma'am. Why aren't you wearing pants? <laughs> I put on a I put on a big cozy sweatshirt and I just I took my jeans off after work and I just didn't put pants on. Who I don't I, I don't live with anyone. I don't I'm not required to wear pants. You are dressed like um 
I don't know, like a Nev Campbell character in any like '90s teen drama, oh like God, an oversized, <laughs> oversized sweatshirt that comes down. Like I don't know, I can't say to mid thigh, but like, but to boxer brief level. <laughs> I don't and nothing underneath. <laughs> I don't hate that at all. With your hairy gams just sticking out from underneath. My hairy gams. <laughs> That's what they called me <laughs> in middle school. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be weird, wouldn't it? Um, the strangest middle school nickname I could think of. Oh, like, Harry Gams. Uh, it's very 1920s. So, hi, how are you? I'm good. I actually keep forgetting that it's my birth month and it's almost my birthday. Uh, we're like three days out and I have, I mean... I have not given it two thoughts. I'm dead serious. Uh, so it's a little bit strange that you're saying happy birthday to me because it feels like, I mean, it could be January for as much as I've actually thought about the fact that it's almost my birthday. But thanks for being the first to wish me. Well, I'm the first because, mm-hmm. you know, the timing was off here between the record and the release. And I just wanted to make sure we got it in because I know I haven't been mm-hmm. the best birthday companion. Is that a thing we call friends? <laughs> no, but you know <laughs> what I mean. It, it certainly is not. I have a question for you about your birthday. Um mm-hmm. You went on a whole little rift today about how it's not quite fall and everybody's running into fall and Uh it's still summer. Do you consider yourself a summer baby? Because September 12th is not really a summer baby. Okay, so that's a weird question because I don't consider myself associated with any season. Like, is that a thing? (laughs) Like a summer baby or a spring baby? But you're going to say, I don't consider myself a sociopath. (laughs) 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 It's just everyone else who does. <laughs> no, no. Uh, I like you say. Do you consider yourself a spring baby or a, a fall baby? I don't consider myself a a, a baby that has a, a season identity. Neither do I consider myself a baby. <laughs> so I'm just You're a, grown man. a little confused by the question. Well, I don't know. Like I very much associate my birthday with late spring. I'm like. It's almost ready for pool party, but if not, definitely grill mm. out like it's a barbecue birthday usually. Um, I know okay. our friends Aaron and Sam are, are summer ladies, so they're probably used to, you know, sunshine fun as well. But are you like, I don't know, is there a, a temperature, a weather, uh, a event that you associate with your birthday from growing up perhaps? Um, it, no, it's kind of funny that you, you say that because it makes perfect sense when you explain it. But like never have I associated my birthday with like anything weather related. I'm more of like a back to school baby. Like my Ooh, birthday was tough. right after we went back to school. But I was like one of the first birthday parties in the class usually, you know, like uh, I don't know where I grew up. We went back to school late August or very beginning of September. Um, and so, yeah, I would always have like, I don't know, cupcakes with the class, you know, early, early in the um, school year. But so you I, made friends quickly. You were popular. I'm very popular. Oh, I'm sure you are. <laughs> my, my mom's cooking was popular for sure. And it's like that weird thing of like, you know, it's after summer vacation, but it's not quite fall yet. So it's usually like warm and sunny on my birthday. I guess that's mm. the best I can tell you. I'm an in-betweener. Oh, great show. My favorite part about bringing cupcakes or brownies to school for your birthday was getting to go to teachers you liked and friends in other classes afterwards. So you get to like leave your class and walk around the school un- unsupervised. It was great. Wait, what did you get to do? Explain you, that to me again. So if you brought cupcakes or brownies in or whatever, if you had extra, you could leave your classroom with a buddy usually and go bring it to other teachers or to other friends in other classes. So you could be you could be let loose in the hallways during a class without supervision. Oh, it was a treat. We didn't get to do that. That sounds like fun. It was so fun. Um, I would like the listeners to know that this is very much like FaceTiming with someone's mom right now. I see one eyeball and a lot of bathroom door. <laughs> FaceTiming with my mom. More Bo Burnham. Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, there she is. She's in frame. I want to see that whole visage. Um, can I tell you though? One time, my mom made the coolest birthday treats for me. Um, so much so that like kids talked about it years later. They'd be like, "Do you remember when your mom made these things?" Um, so they look like mini hamburgers, and they were the buns were Nilla wafers, <gasps> and the hamburger patty was a Girl Scout cookie, thin mint cookie. Oh yeah, and. She dyed coconut green for shredded lettuce, and she did red icing and yellow icing for uh, ketchup, ketchup and mustard. mustard. Yeah. And then she did um, little white sprinkles on top of the bun for sesame seeds. So oh it's like God. little tiny McDonald's burgers. They were so good. Such a hit. Can you imagine trying to bring that into a school now? It's like, there's tree nuts. There's chocolate. <laughs> there's like nothing. Nothing's organic. Arsenic. You, yeah. There's arsenic. There's no way you could bring that to a child's classroom these days. But oh my God, they were so good. Um, I can still picture them. I was so proud of those birthday treats. And like, that was probably, I don't know, third grade. And then I still remember like in fourth or fifth grade, people would be like, is your mom going to make those cookies? I'm like, no, bitch. We're moving on. <laughs> Freshman, sophomore year of college. <laughs> First day of work. Hey, <laughs> so many LinkedIn messages. Um, that reminds me of something i had growing up we had like a little like a play kitchen but it was real food and there was a very similar like hamburger Mm. but like a sweet hamburger setup like that i can't remember what it was but if any listener knows what i'm talking about it was a it was a branded thing and i i definitely got it for christmas or a birthday i'm offering no details here i'm like i once experienced (laughs) something somewhat similar (laughs) someone will tell you um i did have one traumatic birthday experience where it was someone else's birthday it was first or second grade i remember because that was the school i was at and for their birthday we did like a craft project where their mom brought in um the stuff to make like ladybugs on a it must have been like on a cookie or something but you could there was red icing that you spread on to the cookie and then you'd put little raisins on it to make it a ladybug pretty lame craft if you think about it it wasn't icing it was cream cheese i had never had cream cheese before and i was so disgusted (laughs) by this not sweet thing that i thought was gonna taste like buttercream icing i i think i threw a fit i was so pissed like this is not a cookie this is not what this this uh, i've been sold a false bill of goods i was so upset i hope that was your verbiage as a child (laughs) Love the word verbiage today. It's my verbiage of choice. <laughs> it is your verbiage of choice. Um, in that very same classroom, I did one t- one time tell the teacher's aide that I had excess glue. And she was like, excess? Who do you think you are? And then walked to another table. I was like, am I not supposed to use the word excess as a child? She I was, was like, ashamed. Gay. Um, <laughs> For sure. It's like that fussy little fairy. <laughs> Just use the word excess. That fussy little fairy. It's, oh, that's, that's alliteration at its best. Speaking of fussy mm-hmm. little fairies... Um, do you yes. have a gayest moment this week? Oh, for sure. Oh, the camera McKinley. <laughs> gay, 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 gay. I've been listening to an audiobook with an Irish narrator, and uh, it's not helping my propensity for accents, let me just tell you that much. But we'll talk about that later. When it comes to gayest moments, I don't know. I guess my gayest moment was the fact that I spent pretty much all of Sunday edging. Ah. Uh. Hot. <laughs> <laughs> Your face. I was so confused. I didn't know um, what reaction I was gonna get. Okay, so did you did you bust a big old nut at the end? What happened? <laughs> well, here's where I pull the rug out from under you. Um, I was painting a room and I. We're spent most sick of, the of this day shit, edging. Shepherd. We're sick of this shit. I don't want any. I don't want any buried leads anymore. Okay, I want real good old fashioned cum shots. <laughs> <laughs> oh well you get what you get and you don't throw a fit I, um, I had to edge 
edge the room uh, and the ceiling, unfortunately. Um, and it took a long time. And then I had to text my brother-in-law, who, uh, you know, I've told you before, we have spent a, a day or two edging together. Uh-huh. <laughs> he was he was happy to hear it and, and glad to be told. Um, so, yeah, that was, uh, I guess, my gayest moment because I'm going to be really honest with you. I've been elbow deep in a paint bucket all week mm. long. What was his name? Painting this room. <laughs> gross what an awful thing to call someone <laughs> um that is my slightly deceptive gayest moment of the week tell me you did something actually gay honestly it's not uh not thrilling this week but i've got i've got uh, an option but before i give that to you i uh want to let you know that i asked uh one of my girl groups i was like anyone know what my gayest moment is because i can't remember it's been a, a tiring week and I'm, I'm foggy and gabriella came through she's like i don't know but here's what you can do you can either come over and watch a judy garland movie that'll be gay you could take a bubble bath or what you could do come over take your shirt off hold my baby and see if he latches that'll be pretty gay as well and i thought that was hysterical <laughs> she offered to let your baby try to breastfeed <laughs> mm-hmm. and i'm gonna hold her to that offer at another time no 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 <laughs> gross um no so there's gotta of, be something illegal about that none of those things are my gayest moment but they they could be in the future so look out world my <laughs> gayest moment is probably just um i don't know if i announced it on here or not but my sister is finally engaged i say finally because they've known they were gonna do this uh for some time but it's official you did not talk uh, about that on here and congratulations tara if you ever listen congratulations tara and ben she does listen um so we're okay. thrilled about that um I was talking about the wedding with my mom. Straight couples are wild, huh? Like, they knew that they were going to get engaged at some point, but still it was up to him to, like, plan out some elaborate, like, uh, thing because they have to have that moment. I don't know. Straight culture. It's weird. I think it's toxic. Please continue. (laughs) (laughs) Happy engagement, Tara? Um, (laughs) I was kidding about the toxic thing, but it is a little baffling. He did do just that. He had a full event. There was, like, a scavenger hunt. There was a party after. It actually looked very sweet. I've rarely seen my sister so happy, so it's nice. Oh, that's fresh. Um, And toxic. (laughs) Um, So she asked me to officiate, so I'll be doing that at some point in the future. Welcome to the Mike Wessels Hour. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to try and keep it from being being the Mike Wessels Hour. But what is not going to help is my gayest moment. I was talking to my mom about officiating. She was like, you know what you should do? You should wear white. And I was like, it's like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know what you should do? Sabotage everything. <laughs> I was like, I feel like it's frowned upon for anyone besides the bride to wear white. She's like, no, it would be so cute. I was like, you want me to Alexis Rose this? This is um, not a wedding dress. It's a white floor-length gown. It's very different. So I was like, you know what? Forget forget a white suit. I'll just I'll wear a white dress. Um, so Tara and I can match. <laughs> Can match at the altar or, uh, you know, wherever it is we have this ceremony. Uh, so that's my gayest moment is just imagining me stealing the show from my sister. Really love that you've insinuated yourself so far into this whole thing that it's now we, where we have this ceremony. I mean, <laughs> You're part of the wedding planning process. Not the planning, but I will I will call it my ceremony if I'm officiating it. That's my shit. That's my shit. That's my shit. So talking about weddings, um, I have two coming up. You know, everything's been postponed since COVID. So I have one of uh, some of our dear friends are getting married in Ohio this weekend. So I'm taking off to go there. Um, Peter is in the wedding. I am just attending, uh, which is like so great to just get to, you know, kind of party and not have to worry about standing up for anyone. I've Um, said this before. I love a wedding with no responsibility. Yeah. And then uh, we are going to one in October together, uh, a friend out in Virginia. Um, and because of this, I had to go get a suit. Um, and I was thinking of you just calling back to your gayest moment last week when you lost your uh, AirPods and your your deep, dark taint. Um, I 
went and had to get fitted for a suit and the tailor was you know working on the pants and everything and i made sure to check when i left the fitting room to see if my airpods were in my pocket or if they were in fact somewhere in my genitals <laughs> did you really check uh no but i thought about it i didn't actually Aww. have them in my pocket this is when i want you to lie to us um i would like to say that's sweep i don't think that's the word but you get it i'm touched yeah i mean you are touched in the head you <laughs> Really shocked some people with that gayest moment last week. I think a lot of us were really um, confused, concerned. Um, I shocked myself. Um, it was doing the pink one on the stink. Uh, I don't have a pink. <laughs> <laughs> I guess Four I sort stink. of have a pink. Four <laughs> fist in the stink. Second fist in the stink. Well, I really, really, truly don't want to call it the stink anymore. So, <laughs> well, I've got a swift uh, topic change for you. You want to? Okay, great. Thank give you. the folks the recommendation you alluded to just a few minutes ago. I do, and I think for the first time ever, this is my first repeat recommendation. But I don't think it's the first time ever because I can tell you Ted Lasso you gave us a couple times. Oh, that's fair enough. Um, Whatever. When you like something, you like it. It's okay. Tell us what it exactly. is. Exactly. Well, I listened to an audiobook uh, for the second time. I I finished the book that I was talking about last week, I wasn't ready to commit to buying something new. And so I have this big library because I listen to audiobooks constantly. So I started scrolling back through ones that I had uh, listened to and rated well before. And one of my favorite ones ever was um, the hearts invisible furies by John Boyne, which I think I read last year or two years ago. Um, and by read, I do mean listen to, um, I remembered really enjoying it and it was a good long one. It's like 18 hours long. So I downloaded it again and within I don't know, five minutes. I was back hooked. I remembered exactly why I loved it. It is far and away the best narration of any book I've ever listened to. It's like this narrator understands the author's intentions and his humor and his pacing so well. Um, And it's all set in Ireland and he's got the most perfect Irish like inflection and would you go ahead and give us that most perfect Irish inflection show us how it's done (laughs) (laughs) I will not because I won't taint the good name of this book or this narrator whose name I have not looked up um but it is just it's a perfect audiobook it's so well written it's so well read um it is certainly solidified itself in my top five books of all time uh, which I don't say lately so and you're quite the reader I I love this book I hold it dear it is beautiful it's funny it's heart-wrenching it's it follows one character's life from like the like late 40s in Ireland all the way up to like into the 2000s it's just a fabulous fabulous read Um, I can't recommend it highly enough and if you haven't read it um, I suggest it, and I will say that last time I asked for book recommendations, even though I had read this one, a ton of listeners said that that should be on my list. So many people listening have already listened or read it. But well, um, I haven't. I, my friend Chelsea has also uh, screamed about this book when I was asking for recommendations a while back. She told me about this, um, so I really ought to, if both of you say so. Yeah, I think I'm gonna buy the um, the book itself because we've talked about this before, how I love having books that I love on my shelves. You know, Mm -hmm. it's just like something, there's something special about it. Um, And I would like to read that book in hard copy someday um, to like see, because I always get something out of it differently, um, you know, as opposed to listening to the audiobook. So I think um, it's now going to be on my list of books I would like to have on my shelf. uh, And I will revisit it again and again in the future because I just think it's beautiful. Well, that's sweet. Um, have you listened to anything beautiful or watched anything touching or, or read anything that really spoke to your soul? No, nothing. The The copy on Pornhub.com is really lackluster. <laughs> it sure is. No, I, so I'm listening to A Casual Vacancy right now, old book. I, I can't recommend mm. it yet, but it's one of your favorites, so I'll get back to you with that when I finished it. Um, I don't know that it's one of my favorites, but it's a book I really loved. Oh, okay. But my recommendations, first I want to say I did hit a couple of the things we mentioned last week that I said I'd come back to. 
uh, started Impeachment, American Crime Story, and it's a it's an A plus for me. I started it too. We watched it last night. Really loved it. Um, I was impressed with everyone. All the like the whole typical Ryan Murphy cast. Um, it was. I was looking up shit. You know, I'm like, okay, remind me who Vincent Foster is. Yes, Vincent Foster. Like, I wanted to know more about Linda Tripp's backstory. Like Paula Jones. Like all this um, shit. By the way. I did not know until today, the day after I watched it, when I saw someone else post this, that that was fucking Sarah Paulson. I had no idea. (gasps) Oh, my God. Mike, I didn't know either. Okay, first of all, Peter, like three scenes in, he goes, God, Sarah Paulson can do anything. I was like, where the fuck is Sarah Paulson? (laughs) He's laying the chair in the corner. It's a (laughs) non-speaking role. (laughs) She can do anything. She's a tree. Um, No, he was... He like laughed at me. He was like, "That's her right there. That's playing Linda Tripp." I was like, "That's not fucking Sarah Paulson." He's like, "Yes, it is." And then I started listening. I was like, "Well, it does sound like her voice. Looks nothing like her." Amazing. And so we get to the end of the show, and I look at him. I'm like, "You're telling me that's Sarah Paulson?" <laughs> like every scene, I'm trying to see it in her face. She is like, she's got prosthetics on. She's got weird makeup that I've like I've never seen a wig like I've never seen on her. It's yeah. really really toned down like some of like her like natural darker features. Um it is shocking to see the chameleon that she is. He openly laughed at me. He was like, "Yeah, you're don't don't be dumb. You're a that's fool. Sarah Paulson." <laughs> so I looked it up on IMDb and in fact he was right. <laughs> yes, we we know that now, but yeah, really amazing. Anyway, uh, it's only one episode out so far. It's an hour long, so it's very satisfying. I definitely recommend mm-hmm. it. It's on um I don't have FX, so I was like, "Ah, oh, I can't watch it," but it's also on the ABC app if you have a cable login. Um Oh, great. ABC was at least played the first episode, so we'll see what happens for the second. Real quick, um two other things to recommend. Ready for it. There's a specific episode of explained that just came out that i really enjoyed it's on the skin it's on like skin care bacteria and shit in your skin the way it heals itself the layers of the skin it's very interesting especially because we recently talked about your skincare routine um and i just mm-hmm. think you especially would really enjoy it it's like 20 minutes give it a watch um okay. and lastly i rarely put on background but not te- leastly but not le- maybe leastly of this list um <laughs> i rarely put on background shows that i haven't seen it's always something i'm very familiar with broad city Shits creek friends etc we've been over this um i was only five seasons like mid fifth season out of the seven seasons of grace and frankie and i put it on like while i was cooking it is a great background show that you don't need to i i don't have to pay close attention to every episode i'm like i get it your old ladies uh Mm -hmm. coming up with hijinks and shenanigans and that's plenty yeah uh, that's a good reminder that the new season is out or at least partially out Um, i I haven't watched it oh great so um, Peter watched those without me, the jerk, uh, even though we watched the first six seasons together. So I'm going to have to go catch up. Uh, but that's a good one. I will put it on the old queue. In the old queue? Online? In line? As an East Coaster, do you say you're standing online or do you say you're standing in line? In line. Like if you're, st- yeah, outside I'm in line theater, for the movie, yeah. I'm online for the roller coaster. That always freaks me out. It, um, the first few times I heard that in my life, I thought the person was misspeaking, but that's just what, how some people talk. Different strokes for different folks, all different parts of the country. Uh, speaking, speaking of, of strokes <laughs> oh i was gonna go with speaking of different parts of the country like but no 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 you're definitely stroking buster once his boyfriend leaves again yeah his boyfriend may be here a while i remember it like his boyfriend was there for months but this whole contract's only like six weeks so that can't be the case <laughs> let's find out shall we yeah let's <laughs> all right it's march 1st 2017 where are we? We are somewhere outside Wisconsin. Buster's boyfriend just joined our tour, not as a employee, but just to hang. And so now we are all in this van together, and I have been forced to spend more time with Blanche. Ah, uh, you poor thing. 
bunking with Blanche, busting with Buster. Mm. You're in Glenbard, Illinois. Uh, long clinic with kids was more of a masterclass. Really enjoyed it. Normal I, show flubs, but really had fun. I love how many freaking clinics there are. This was not part of the contract. I had no idea until our first clinic that this <laughs> it's was like happening. Every day. Yeah, and they're all the time. Remember that very first uh, clinic? I was like, oh, I've got to do this. Like, had no idea. And now we've done like 40. Well, you said, um, sorry, normal show flubs, but had fun. So glad to come come home to apartment and smoke. Oh. Feel better with weed. Oh well, um, great. Come home. I just mean that like, you're in Illinois. Well, we sometimes stay in hotels depending on how far we go, but like we often go back to home base. This this furnitureless apartment, but still, just being mm-hmm. in the apartment that I know where my things are. And, and yeah, yeah, it's nicer. It's so nice to come back to this <laughs> empty apartment where I can sleep on the floor, <laughs> all the comforts of home. Uh, on March 2nd, you're ready for the boyfriend to leave, trying to be nice, but he's loud and obviously fills my place in a lot of ways. Yeah, the hand job kind of ways. He's loud? <laughs> mm-hmm. I have no idea what that means. He's not loud. Okay, well, you were probably not, like, very generous with him, you know, as far as your opinion of him in this moment. <laughs> he's, like, he's, like, gently opening a bag of chips. I'm like, he's so fucking loud! <laughs> That's funny. And noise of this tiny bus. Uh, yeah, that's obviously a reflection of me there. I, um, that's the best I could come up with. And you know what else? He is loud. <laughs> well, <laughs> you're such a bitch in this entry. Oh, you wrote, bad show at Mount Harib. Boyfriend says, all was fine except for Uptown. Awesome. Thanks, boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Uptown was one of my solos, and it was one that he did. And so I felt particularly stung by it. And he, like to be frank, sings it way better than me, and I know that, so I don't need to hear him tell me that. You know what I mean? I love that conversation. Hey, everything was fine except for Uptown Funk, and you're like, awesome, thanks. (laughs) Appreciate it. Um, Uh, This day has uh, one more little line. You said your godfather got your card that you mailed back on February 28th, and he cried. It meant a lot to him. I need to contact my dad. Um, uh, No, I don't. Okay. (laughs) Um, well, remember, I can't remember what episode, oh, I do remember what episode, because it was the big first dad episode, 62, where I, um, texted him for his birthday over a year ago, and he came back with some crazy nonsense, um, so we've learned we just don't, we don't contact, but I guess Mm. that was years after this entry was written. Um, anything to say about that thing with your godfather? He is just a very, very good friend to my mom, like, they're childhood best friends they lived around the corner from each other in brooklyn from when they were like three on um and they're still best friends today talk every night um and he was just incredibly supportive to my mom in this terrible time and i think i just read him a card saying like thank you for being there oh that's very sweet um okay on the 4th of march you said you had a show in waterford really mediocre wrong key blown for some kind um oh (laughs) nothing like that uh when he we have a little pitch pipe and the wrong key and it was like not not a little bit wrong but a lot of it wrong um <laughs> oh no i think it was um too low like very much too low so like uh-huh. all of the thrill of it was just gone it was just this like <laughs> just... boring low dirge <laughs> oh no <laughs> um also that can really throw people off for example uh i am people just like your children um i 
I get songs that I know well in my muscle memory, and mm-hmm. if someone tries to put it in a, a different key, it really throws me for a loop. I almost have to relearn it. So, like, if I go to karaoke, for example, and I sing a song that I know really well, and some weird karaoke track that's, like, down a third comes on, I have to, like, try really hard to hear the melody. And, like, I don't transpose very well for when it's in my muscle memory. So, like, for five people on stage, that's a real risk, uh, especially with a loose cannon like Blanche. Oh, <laughs> you yeah. You didn't learn it in the right key the first time. <laughs> I assure you it was garbage. <laughs> uh well you said it was rough um you said "Ooh, the boyfriend talked to you about buster you said was pretty rational and chill don't know what's next got drinks with everyone so apparently buster told the boyfriend about dry hand jobs yep um buster told the boyfriend everything and the boyfriend was really like level-headed so was buster like i said these are good fucking people i just want to be uh-huh. <laughs> son of a bitch i wish i had bad things to say because i'm annoyed at my discomfort but yeah they were... i may have jerked off your boyfriend but you're loud um, <laughs> uh yeah he was like so he told me what happened it's chill like not i mean i'm sure a, a little more a little less casual than that but he was like i just want you yeah. to know like i get it it's okay i understand like things happen he was very level-headed he was like the wow. The picture of a ideal Dan Savage advice situation. <laughs> yep. He's like a character in a book that you're reading um, that like you want the author to make them like a little bit more like hateable. You're like, oh, God, I really want to dislike this person. Yeah. However, I'm annoyed how turn, fucking likable he is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, all right. Well, on the 5th of March, you had a day off. You filmed an audition in the morning you went to madison you got blanche a vibrator oh how exciting for you i got blanche a vibrator <laughs> well i apparently you just wrote got blanche a vibrator so apparently you went to madison to shop with the bell for uh oh. sex toys i probably had fun with that despite my challenges with her i love to i love to shop for a vibrator for a lady also maybe it kept her occupied um which is only a good thing <laughs> <laughs> i can't imagine if she can't order off a menu, how long it would have taken her to choose an insertable sex toy? I, that, that's probably where I came in. I was like, this one's good, I promise. <laughs> it's a Shinjo. <laughs> um, all right, well, oh, then it says you ate Afghan food at Kabul. Oh, unfortunate name for a restaurant at this very moment. Um, but you did write yum. I think that's my first and only time with Afghan food. Obviously, I enjoyed it. Never have I ever. Um, I went straight to like Ethiopian food with like spongy bread and eating it with your fingers, but that oh, sure. can't be right. I have no idea. I really don't remember. Mm-hmm. But um, this may be uncouth to say, but perhaps we'll have more um, Afghan cuisine popping up as we get more people resettling in America. Maybe that's a very strange little silver lining. Might be more uncouth, but yeah, hopefully. I mean, I hope that we do because that means that we have more Afghan people here and they, uh, we should based on uh, the last 20 years. All right. You said Blanche and your friend Chris are bickering over time management. Oh, I wonder why. <laughs> um, Chris, when Chris's fuse was was spent, it was that was it. We had uh, one I, fuse for the whole contract. And when that thing burnt up, it was, I mean explosive every single time they spoke (laughs) amazing um you said the rest of the cast is not responding to your text not sure why uh and you miss buster oh march 6th rio i'm assuming not the one in brazil um you helped kiss with footloose no you helped kids with footloose i helped kiss kids Um, (laughs) (laughs) oh 
yeah, oh, I forgot you're... it was like they were doing some some big show choir number from Footloose, and it was oh. uh, it was as spectacular as you might imagine a <laughs> Footloose show choir medley might be. Oh, I I can just I I can imagine, and I love every second of it. Slash, don't want to see it. Um, Are you sure? Because yeah, I've got I've got tape of it. Let me let me just send it to you real quick and see if you feel the same. <laughs> Uh, I had a friend that recently sent me a link to a video of me and show choir and they were like drinking and like, Hey, we just found this online. Ha ha ha. How crazy is all this? I watched like five seconds. I was like, no, absolutely not. I can send me that immediately. And we have to post <laughs> I it. Shall not. Please. No, no, I no, not a fucking chance in hell. It makes me cringe so uh, much. Okay. I won't post it, but send it to me. I'm your friend. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm your birthday companion. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a thing and no Ugh. anyway march 6th, for christmas for your birthday you're you send me that kids. okay uh, for my birthday <laughs> um you performed with no stage in a cafeteria mm. so great to not have boyfriend here ah the next day Boyfriend came back. Very upset. Very awkward. Obviously oh a terrible God. show. I forgot. So the boyfriend <laughs> was here for a week or whatever. Mm-hmm. Then he flies home. The very next day, he's like, surprise. He didn't tell. No, he didn't tell any of us. He told Buster. Um, and I was so pissed at Buster. I was like, you could have fucking told me that he would be back. Like, I mean, obviously do what you need to do with your relationship. But I just deserve a heads up that he yeah. is actually returning i he i was really pissed that he surprised me i remember that and he was he felt bad do you think he came to babysit yeah he did he told me he um he was like i just like we're we need to work it out we need to figure out what we're doing here so i'm gonna stay (sighs) i can't really wrap my head around the like indignity of this entire tour like you're performing in cafeterias with no stages. You're per- you're singing songs in the wrong key with one member of a five person acapella ensemble who can't match pitch. You <laughs> the are hotels. The, you are you're staying in dirty hotels in Gary, Indiana. The one person that you have a serious crush on is like having a joyful reunion with his boyfriend sharing a small van as you guys tour the midwest in february i can't think of anything worse you look like you're getting depressed as i <laughs> list these things in order i'm so sorry no but, i'm not oh I'm my god like, it's awful i'm just thinking and this was my escape from my terrible uh <laughs> life with dealing with my dad's problems i was like i'll go away uh-huh. i won't think about it well Oof. my fucking wish was granted i didn't think about it i had other things going on um I guess that's good. Maybe I was enjoying the fact that it was distracting because it certainly was distracting. Uh huh. Um, well, you're the next day. You're in South Decatur. I think that's South Decatur, Illinois. Um, you did a cafetorium clinic. Oh, we had a cafetorium in our junior high. Good. <laughs> Love it so much. Yeah. Mm. Oh, good. <laughs> we have a cafetorium in our house. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we have a cafetorium downstairs. What we call the dining room. Sometimes we push the table out of the way and do shows. <laughs> oh yikes oh shit i'm gonna start calling the dining room the cafetorium um your husband's gonna love that <laughs> you talked to buster about respect and how i felt disrespected <laughs> did i for put a, a on it or not nah? <laughs> you did sorry keep reading <laughs> talking about respect and how i felt disrespected for a not telling me that boyfriend was coming and b being forced into a life with blanche for him that sounds so dramatic a life like with blanche. You were betrothed uh-huh <laughs> 
we obviously know how it is dealing with Blanche, and it—I mean, it's—it's it's exhausting. It was—it was really tough, and uh, uh-huh. so now Buster knows that because his boyfriend is here indefinitely, I will be rooming with uh, Blanche. Just the way it worked out, she had her own room as the lady, and the rest of us shared. And now with six people, I'm stuck with Blanche, and like that's not fair. That was really, really hard, and he it's knew that. Super not. It's also I I understand that like the boyfriend is a likable character, but it's pretty outrageous to say, "Hey guys, I'm going to cram in with you guys in your tiny hotel rooms in your tiny van on tour just to work on my relationship shit." Like that is really unprofessional that it was allowed and also that like anyone thought that was an okay idea. And in a professional show like this, you really want to keep everything, every aspect of it nice and professional. Um It feels crazy. No, it, it I I was miserable. It was awful. I was so just frustrated because, like, there's nothing I can do about it. And, I mean, that conversation about respect with Buster is, like, <laughs> I guess kind of funny because we, we were absolutely cheating on his boyfriend. Um, so, like, who am I we to were. talk about respect? <laughs> but I, I don't know. It just... Especially after the boyfriend was, like, I understand what happened. It was all out in the open. Like... Yeah. We, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what to say. I mean, it was tough. <laughs> what should have happened if adults were in charge of this company, uh, conversation should have been had and it should have been decided that, okay, boyfriend has to go because he's not on tour and space is limited. Uh, maybe Mike and Buster aren't going to bunk together anymore. Maybe Buster is in with Blanche because this is a bed of his own making and Mike gets the dirty hotel room by himself. Like that is the only logical situation as opposed to, okay, great. Boyfriend gets to join tour and now uh, the girl who got her own room I'm sure she wasn't thrilled with that either, by the way. Definitely now gets not. to bunk with Mike the whole time because this whole thing got messy. It's just illogical. Yeah, it, I appreciate that. Um, it's also like a little degrading, I feel like. Like he's like be- being nice to you, but also absolutely punishing you with his actions. And it feels like, that's okay, it. hi. So, I so felt glad punished. that you're sitting. Yes, you're. he's sitting in the van with you like, my presence here is your own fault. I'm going to make your life miserable by being here. And even though I'm going to be nice and say that I understand all that, like, it's that's not ideal. Yeah, that I, I felt punished. I put my headphones on, I think, for, I don't know, maybe I wrote it down, but I just had noise-canceling headphones and didn't talk to anyone. I kept them on while, like, setting up and shit. I just did the show and didn't speak. It was very unfun. Uh-huh. Yeah, you were being punished while the boyfriend was being rewarded. Uh, not ideal. Um, okay. I mean, let's remember, this is all because I'm cheating with Buster, but still, like, this is this uh, is too much. Not actively anymore. You, It's out in the open. You've talked to the boyfriend about it. This is, um, this has gone beyond what is a reasonable resolution to the problem, in my opinion. Once you wanted to begin, no one really ever wins in On March 9th, I don't know what the fuck this says. It's the name of some Illinois school. Starts with a W. Uh, you had a show there. Clinics all day. My God. So annoyed. So annoyed being near Blanche 24-7. Um, oh. Boyfriend and Buster are sharing with the producer so I can be not with her. Then you wrote very happy, period. Let me clarify. I think that just means <laughs> that the producer realized what was going on and, and tried his best to help without spending any more money. He was like, okay, so uh-huh. boyfriend and Buster, you guys can stay with me. So they, the three of them shared a hotel. I'm pretty sure Chris and I shared, which is great. That should have been the solution going forward anyway. Um, uh-huh. And Blanche went back to her own 24 seven with Blanche. 
I feel just mean talking about it, but like it was mentally very difficult. It was really, really challenging because I'm also, don't forget, mm -hmm. it's easy to talk here, but I'm trying to be nice. I'm trying not to be an asshole. And that is, it was hard. Okay. Thank you for explaining all that. Yes. I, I understand how you were feeling. And also now I understand why you were very happy because now you're not with her. You're with Chris, who's your buddy, who's like the one silver lining of this whole tour at this point. No. Yeah. Chris is, Chris is the best. Um, and like I said at the beginning, the producer, while the show's a mess, rehearsals are a mess, he's taking on way more than he can handle. Um, but he is kind, he has a good heart and he obviously like stepped in to do something nice here so despite the yeah. fact that he's giving us some um, flea bag hotels i give him some credit for things <laughs> like this you know yeah for sure that's that's not to be overlooked um you said so annoyed with time management i lost my bag right before the show i hope you found it i, I wonder if i checked my taint <laughs> uh, never gonna live that down even even to yourself um on the 10th of march fish creek nice hotel so happy to stay with chris and not blanche Normal show, went to the bar with Chris and the producer, met townies and a bartender who wants to move to NYC. Yikes. Oh, I remember Congratulations. her. Carly, I think was her name. Um, yeah, Carly. Wow. I was leaving names out. Good job. That's crazy. Um, wonder if she ever made it. wonder if she ever made it out of Podunk, Illinois to get to she, NYC. She did. I followed her on Instagram. Not only did she get to NYC, but she spent a lot of time in Japan as well. She like really got out of there and, and did it. Oh, I, I was impressed. Well done, Carly. Carlita. Um, Alrighty. Well, on the 11th of March, we're going to get through two weeks in this episode. On the 11th of March, travel day back to Whitewater, Chipotle, hung over in the car, smoked and tossed... Smoked and taco fresco. Oh, so you had Chipotle and taco fresco. It's Yum. a very Mexican heavy day. Uh, you watch The Office. You will hear about ragtime on March 20th. Ah, this was the audition you were uh, working on the other day. Ah, uh, yes. And these are my my folks that I've done a bunch of shows with who are lovely. So but I have high hopes for this. You didn't get it, though, did you? Did not. Thanks for that spoiler, <laughs> Shepard. <laughs> well, sorry. I know that it's your favorite show, and I don't think you've ever done it. Uh, I know. I didn't um, get it. And, and Michaela did, though, so I got to go watch it at least. <laughs> oh great that's not a salt in the wound at all it wasn't um, i i they uh, they tried to give there was no part for me in the show and they tried to like make one happen because they're so nice but like it, i understood fair enough um on the 12th of march you this is your quote not mine day fucking off <laughs> um chris got more green from <laughs> so you got some more weed thank god i love that you're using lingo in your journal um you went to Milwaukee and had a nice day off with Buster and the boyfriend. What? Um, the three of us? Yeah, then you wrote... I'm a fucking psychopath. Wrote, yeah, the very next line, in parentheses, Michaela asked if I was a masochist. Ha! <laughs> you are. Psychopath. She's calling you shit. Oh, my uh -huh. God. Well, you said not you know sure what? if it was normal, but it felt fine. I did that back with Baby Carrot, too. Uh Baby Carrot had a few different gentlemen come in and interrupt the situation. I'm not going to get into that now because it is too much. But I remember like putting myself in situations with with people that I'm seeing and their boyfriends <laughs> a couple times. What the fuck is wrong? So Baby Carrot, while you guys were sharing a bed, had other hookups that summer? Yes. Oh, the pull that boy had over you. I'm glad that spell's broken. Yeah. Um. Well... He was a sociopath. They're known as they're they're known for being able to manipulate people, <laughs> pull them into their tangled webs. You saw Get Out and had sushi. I saw Get um, Out. Wow. And then, Get Out feels much more recent than that, but 
Guess not. Guess not. Oh, I love then to get out. Beans and barley. I don't know what that makes. Beans and barley. What that means. Hi, beans <laughs> and barley. It's an old folk tune back from Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> sure isn't. Could it be an Irish bar, perhaps? Oh, beans <laughs> and barley and barley and beef. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I meant what was it? Beef and barley, beans and barley. Oh, beans and barley. I thought you were asking me what the lyrics of that song were. The, the song like, I, I don't know you, psycho. You're making it up. <laughs> oh shit. Um, well, oh, here's a here's a fun little coda to that day. Three way jokes, but no, I don't want to. Mm, I'll save that Not, for a previously on. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't think that um, the vibe, you know, you guys are just getting to the place where you can spend time together without it feeling weird. Like, cool, let's make jokes about a three-way and maybe I'll have sex together and really screw this up and confuse it, right? You know, too sweet. That'd be, no, let's not do that. That'd be crazy, wouldn't it? Oh, God. Oh, God. What's coming up? <laughs> Michael. I don't know, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't help you help yourself in retrospect. Uh, on March 13th. Forced to record Showtime at the Apollo audition. Excuse me. Yeah, that's offensive. Um, I don't, <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> is, this group? Yes. Are, is any? Well, first of all, are there nope. any black people in this group? No, they're not. <laughs> well, from what I know about Showtime at the Apollo, they love nothing more than five white kids singing acapella covers of talentless of white people on the stage. Hits. Is not their is not their brand. It's showtime at the Apollo. Okay, this is a weird day. So you. Did a forced audition for a very inappropriate show for the, the group that you're in. Then you talked to your brother and your mom about your dad's long-term mistress. You said, dad is dead to mom and Chris. I'm ready to be done with the dog's toupee. Well, fucking duh. Um, do you think that's still true? Would you say your dad is dead to those two people? Yep. I think from that moment on, there was no no wafering. All right. March 14th, the last day of, my of the life. rest of your life. Uh-huh. Um, Marston High School. Every day is a chore, but at least I wasn't upset over anything today. Ugh. Oh, dear. Miserable. Here it is. Well, um, you said boyfriend and Buster invited me over for a three-way, but I declined for now. Oh, I almost said good for me. <laughs> is it a dot, dot, By- dot for now? No, it's just for now. But the way by writing it that way, you make it clear that like, yeah, this isn't a forever decision. <laughs> Gonna string them along a little bit longer. Huh? It's a real odd turn. I didn't. I can't say I would have seen this coming if uh, if I didn't write it myself. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, here we are. Um, it is an odd turn. Uh, after all that time expounding upon the boyfriend and Buster, I am pretty concerned with the fact that you're about to hop into bed with them but we can unpack that more next episode a we don't know that for sure we know it (laughs) (laughs) you get cagey about something and we know it um this contract has to be over soon i feel like we've been doing the dog for months um (laughs) i yeah i i don't know it's the longest contract of my life (laughs) are you actually still a part of this group i am not but i will tell you this thing stretches on longer than is than is reasonable. <laughs> and you'll see what I Great. mean. <laughs> I'm confused and intrigued, but also like not that interested to know in this very moment because I'm done reading about these people. So that's it for this week. Did we hear from any listeners? Sure did. Oh, We've got one here from Bill. He sent us a post of uh, 
Mike Richards stepping down as the host of Jeopardy. Man, that's already old news because Mike Richards not only stepped down, he was fired from that and from Wheel of Fortune. Anyway, he wanted to let us know that he saw that news as soon as he heard uh, us talking about it on the podcast at the same time, actually. He says, "Um, it was super weird. You were all talking about him and I get a notification and look and there it was. Keep up the amazing work. The show gets better with every episode, which is rare in any medium. Congrats on what you've done thus far, but I firmly believe your best shows are ahead of you. That's very sweet. Thank you, Bill. Oh, that is very sweet. And then also a suggestion from Armando. He says, hey, Cam, if you're looking to sing, there's a barbershop chorus in Denver called Sound of the Rockies. (laughs) Mm -mm. Mm -mm. (laughs) They've been one of the top five choruses in the Barbershop Harmony Society. But if you're trying to fill an artistic gap, wink, wink, in your life, definitely give Barbershop a try. It's quite campy at times. Listen, um, okay. First of all, I didn't get into that choir that I auditioned for a couple uh, few weeks ago. Sorry to um, hear that, but I'm fine. glad you went out it's for all right. it. It was, you know, the one spot I wasn't the guy for it. Not that big of a deal. Um, I am on some sort of reserve list in case someone can't make a concert, but I'm not going to do that. So um, that's, you know, the whole point of joining is to go sing with people and meet people. I'm not like, going to be like be the guy the that flies not, in. Yeah. And, yeah, and like like tries to sight read music at a concert. That sounds like hell to me. Never going to do it. Um, so anyway, Barbershop... How do I do this without disparaging a fan? It's not my jam. Mm. Um, I don't – I went to school with a lot of guys that were really into barbershop. There was like a whole contingent of the school of music that, of people that like really liked it. Um, they were not really my people. I don't mm. love singing in barbershop harmonies. It's just – uh, it, it's just not choir for me. You know what I mean? Like, like I, it, it's not the kind of music I love to sing. That's probably all I have to say about it. So, um, love that you love it. Love that there's a really talented group here. Um, that is not something that I'm probably going to be going out for. <laughs> all right. Well, Crystal clear. Thank you for the suggestion though. That was very kind. That was very They're sweet. They're looking yeah. for, he's looking for an outlet for you. I appreciate that. Well, Cam, if folks want to reach out, if they want to say hello, if they want to read that short blurb about us that we wrote in 2019 <laughs> that's surely out of date, where can they go to do those things? Well, that beautifully written blurb that you alluded to is uh, that lives on our website at mybestfriendsjournal.com. If people really want to get in touch, though, they're best to reach out on Instagram. That's where we spend most of our time uh, at MBFJ Podcast. They can also shoot us an email at mybestfriendsjournal at gmail.com. Or if they just want to support the show, they should cart their happy ass over to itunes rate review subscribe leave five stars leave a, a little review uh, it doesn't have to be anything long just say hey great show and we'll read it right here on this very podcast oh we love that also i like the idea of carting over to itunes as though it's a physical store you've got to drive to get there make an appointment all right mikey that does it for this week so until next time always remember it's cam's birthday this week son of nudes artful nudes tasteless nudes i want just <laughs> spread cheek hole picks <laughs> Tasteless news. <laughs> the Michael Wesson story. First of all, you said whole riff, and I didn't even get to say anything about that, but moving right along. Explain to me um, what a whole riff would be. <laughs> Like, no, you said you went on you went on a whole riff earlier today, and it felt I don't know. You know, you say whole, and I say how deep <laughs> jump. <laughs> Man, we're good today. Um, so got that, got that.